Quantum mechanics is weird. Weird, because it seems to contradict everything we know about the macro world. The prime example of the strange behavior of quantum particles is demonstrated in the famous so-called double-slit experiment. The double-slit experiment is one of the most direct evidences that microscopic elementary particles behave very differently from the macroscopic objects of our everyday lives. It is also not a thought experiment, like the Schrodinger's cat experiment, where we have a radioactive elements particle and a cat in a box with a vial of poison, wherein if the particle decays, a hammer breaks the vial of poison to kill the cat. The double-slit experiment has been performed many times, to demonstrate the weirdness of quantum physics. The experiment goes like this, imagine a wall with two vertical slits next to each other, through which we can peek to the other side. In front of the wall, we mount an electron cannon, aimed at the two slits. If we fire up the cannon, it will emit a steady stream of electrons. Now behind the slits put up a dark, electrosensitive screen. Every time an electron hits it, a little white dot appears, so we can see exactly where the screen has been hit. The question is, if the cannon is switched on in front of the wall, what pattern will we see on the screen behind the wall? First, let's simplify the question. Cover one slit up with something that doesn't let electrons through. So, only one slit is open. When we fire up the cannon, most of the electrons crash into the wall. But some exactly hit the slit, go through the wall, and produce a tiny bright spot on the screen. If we leave the cannon on long enough, we only get a copy of the slit. Also, if we swap open and close slits, the same happens with the other slit. So far, so predictable. Okay, time for the strange stuff. What happens, when you open the slits both at the same time? The natural answer every person would give is, with both slits open an electron will either crash into the wall or go through one of the slits. So, we would have an image of the slits on the screen. Wrong. That is not what we see. Rather, a so-called interference pattern emerges on the screen. It looks rather like a zebra crossing, going from left to right. There are several vertical lines, where lots of electrons have hit, next to each other. But between every two neighboring lines, there is a region where no electrons have hit and the screen stays dark. The reason why this strange pattern emerges, lies in the quantum properties of electrons. Although it is common thought to think of electrons as little dot-like clumps of matter that fly around in straight lines, that is not at all how it behaves. Rather the probability of where an electron exactly is, behaves like a wave. This is called the wave function. In particular, it is extended in space, the electrons are not at just one point in space, but they can be found at different places with certain probabilities. So the wave function of an electron can go through both slits at the same time. Moreover, the two parts of the wave function that emerge behind the wall interfere with one another, causing the interference pattern on the screen. If the two parts of the wave function hit the screen, two extreme cases can happen, either both waves are at their maximum, or both at their minimum, that's the same thing here, and the resulting wave function, which is the sum of the two, has a really large amplitude. At those places, the electron is very likely to hit the screen, and this is called constructive interference. The other possibility is that one wave is at its maximum, and the other is at its minimum. They cancel out, and the amplitude of the wave function is zero. You guessed it, that is called destructive interference. At these places, the probability of the electron hitting the screen is zero. But, an electron cannot go through both slits at the same time. The electrons have to go either though the left slit, or through the right slit. And then, behind the wall, those that went left, 
bump into the ones that went right in some way, and that somehow creates that strange pattern when both slits are open at the same time. Couldn't that be an equally valid interpretation of the result? An intriguing thought, but it's not what happens. Here is why, you can tune down the output of the electron cannon to such a low intensity, that it emits only one electron every couple of seconds. So there is never more than one electron in the air at any time. Again, many of these electrons will hit the wall, but sometimes one will hit the two slits and produce a single dot on the electrosensitive screen. After a few hours, when lots and lots of dots have appeared, one can again see the interference pattern emerge on the screen. So this pattern cannot be a result of two or more electrons bumping into each other, there is only ever one electron flying. And this one electron goes through both slits at the same time, interfering with itself in the process. In fact, you can shoot just one electron at the screen in your laboratory, and do this experiment in several other laboratories all over the world as well. If you place the images of the screens from all labs, every one with at most one dot, on top of each other, you will see the same interference pattern as a result. All right, you might say, but I still don't quite believe it. What if one installs a little detector in the slits, which checks through which one the electron flies? Ingenious engineers that we are, we can make these detectors so sensitive that they just register which slit the electron passes through, without disturbing its path. Yes, one can build these detectors, and one can repeat the experiment with it, noting for each electron. Which of the two slits it passes trough? If we do this, we can see that the electrons go through either of them with a 50 to 50 chance. Sometimes the electrons go through one, and sometimes they go through the other. But we also note something else, the interference pattern on our screen vanishes. Instead, the pattern that emerges is the one we would have expected from the beginning, had we not known anything about quantum mechanics, the image of the two slits, next to each other. Here's the deal with quantum mechanics, because we received information about which of the two paths the electron was taking, it stopped behaving like a wave for a moment, but behaved like a particle. For an instant, it actually acted like the small cannonball, which fits into our worldview of particle, and went through either of the two slits, rather than through both at the same time. And because of that, the pattern on the screen actually looks like the electrons were particles in the usual, classical sense, without wave properties. But it only did that because we measured its particle properties, i.e., its position, at the slits. If we remove the detector at the slits in the wall, the interference pattern returns. This is a prime example of how the measurement process actually disturbs the system. It measures, and this is one of the key features that is often associated with quantum mechanics. As hard as all of this is to believe, it is actually true. To repeat it once again, these experiments have been performed time and again, and the predictions of quantum mechanics have always been confirmed, precisely, without exception. So even if the laws of quantum physics contradict many of the intuitions we have as human beings, we need to come to terms with the idea that this is just the way of nature, fundamentally it is more complicated and wondrous than we imagined. The universe just doesn't do us the favor of conforming to our expectations. Submit a form.